0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Hello again, friend, and welcome to the RR Show. My name is Vince, and it's Friday, so we've got a fabulous episode of five stories from R slash TIFU. So uh, let's just do it, here we go. So this one is posted by Pangwangle15 and it is TIFU by almost letting my wife and kids become a Dateline special. So this happened a few years ago, but we were swapping travel stories with my brother and sister-in-law and I realized that this might belong here. To set this up for you, my family and I are from Illinois. When we lived there, we went to Northern Minnesota for vacation. We have since moved to Texas, but continue with our vacation tradition because even though there are closer and more luxurious vacation destinations in Texas, sometimes nostalgia wins out over common sense and crippling gas prices. After a successful vacation filled with mosquito bites and unsuccessful fishing, we were on our way back to the Lone Star State. Instead of driving straight back, we usually take a detour and visit some family we have in the middle of the state. Notes of importance to bring up. Family is roughly four hours south. I have three kids all with tiny bladders. This trip, we had our newest addition, which was a four-month-old puppy that also has a diminutive bladder. Of course, a little over an hour or two before we arrive at our detour, the puppy starts sniffing around like he has to make some ground wet. So we realized that we needed to pull over. Northern Minnesota is where there are a ton of tiny lakes and where we were at the time it was basically long wooded roads with occasional smattering of houses built around a lake. We found a little turn off that was an arc that entered and exited on the same side of the road. Next to that was a brick wall that was maybe three feet tall. A good a place as any at that point because it was probably a half hour drive to the nearest anything. So my wife pulls over and my oldest son and I get out and start walking the puppy. Behind the wall, there was a set of stairs that led to a path that I assume led to a lake. And so my son, my puppy, and I went down the stairs to the path because I thought it would be less distracting if he had some privacy. After a little while, he does his thing and we start to head back. I get to the bottom of the stairs and I hear my wife call my name and say that we're gonna be late. Something was off in the tone of her voice and it was a get there when you get there situation, so I know something was off. So I tell my son to hurry up, and when I get to the top of the stairs, I see my wife staring at a man outside of a windowless white van staring at my wife, maybe 15 yards from our van. The second he saw me, he got into his car and took off. I asked my wife what was going on and if she was okay. She said she was a little shaken, but all right. She said she would get in the car and she would explain. A few minutes after I went down the stairs, My middle child asked my wife for some help with something in the back seat. She got out and walked around to the passenger side and started to help him. A few seconds after that, she saw a car quickly pull in front of our car and the driver looked at her, picked up their cell phone and drove away. The car was a crappy little sedan that by her description sounded like the car that gets you through high school and college. It seemed weird to her because it had been a while since we had seen another car and the speed at which they pulled up and then pulled out seemed like they were trying not to be noticed. Shortly after that, the white van pulled up and a man in seasonally inappropriate clothes got out and looked at my wife. He then opened the side door and my wife could see the van was empty and there was a cage-like structure separating the cargo from the driver's area. She froze and tried to figure out if she could get to her cell phone or if her best bet was to protect the kids. Side note, my wife once thwarted a bank robber, but I digress. She decided to casually call out for her husband to see if that might scare him off, if he was maybe looking for an easy target. After she told me what happened, we both agreed that the guy had anything from theft to abduction on his mind. We called the local non-emergency police and told them what transpired. Since no crime had been committed and we just had makes and models of cars, there wasn't much we could do but they urged us to email them an account of what happened that night, and we did. Maybe I'm paranoid, but I feel that we narrowly missed a whole lot of trouble. Do you think it was a real threat or two people with overactive imaginations? Okay, our next story is again from r slash TIFU, and the title is TIFU by Wearing My Pajamas to the Shops. Posted by user U.U., U.U., U.K.U. My apologies to the user, but I think the username is U.DateU, U.DateU, U.DateQ, KU. Hey, it's a great story. So here we go. Get the link to the story in the show notes, by the way. Here we go. I wore my pajamas, which consist of an oversized MCR shirt, my chemical romance t shirt, that has a few rips and holes thanks to my dog. But it's long enough that it covers my pajama shorts and also a pair of thongs, which kept breaking, so that's why I was buying the super glue. My natural hair is very long and fairly curly, and because I've been swimming in the pool that day before, it was an absolute bird's nest. After I'd bought the super glue, I was sitting outside the store on the ground using them to fix my thongs. I'm pretty shy, but tend to talk a lot to myself and self-narrate, which gets stares. But today a woman approached me and handed me 10 bucks. I was shocked and confused, but didn't know what to say. She just kept on walking. After letting my thongs dry, I walked to my car, which the same woman approached me and demanded her money back, which of course I did. She then scolded me for pretending to be homeless which prompted me to explain that I wasn't pretending. These are just my pajamas and I look like this and I genuinely didn't understand why she gave me the money in the first place. She got very flustered and said she would report me to the police. So I profusely apologized for the misunderstanding and just booked it. I've already started working on fixing the t-shirt and decided to never go out wearing those pajamas again.
0: Thank you and stay spooky.
1: So this next story is titled TIFU by knocking out myself to impress a girl. And of course, it is posted in r slash TIFU by the user Scott Gwarrier. So here we go. To set the scene, I was in a wheelchair and have been my entire life. This, however, did not stop me from having a hormone driven brain that was after the cutest girl in my sixth grade class. I was the shy kid who had a lot of trouble making friends and my best friend at the time tried to warn me that there was no way on earth this girl would ever give me the light of even a conversation. Hormone driven me did not want to believe this fact. Fast forward to mid-year and we were put together to work on an English project. Ashley, who literally every guy in the class wanted the attention of, seemed less than thrilled to be partnered up with a pimply-faced, socially awkward me until she figured out that I was really smart. We had to work together every day for a week on this writing project. I don't remember the details of the assignment, but the thought of spending four hours with her complete attention had me justifiably excited. We get to the end, and we have to present our project. And before we do, she turns to me and says, Scott, you're not what I expected. This was a lot of fun, and thank you for your help. Now, if I had even half a clue, this would have been the realization that she was just being kind. My brain, however, turned this into an opportunity to be Romeo on wheels. That weekend, I invited my friend over and composed a song in her honor. Never mind the fact that I cannot play instruments or sing, I thought that this was the greatest idea that I ever had. Once again, my friend tried to convince me that I was completely delusional But fear not, reader. I thought I had everything under control. Monday comes and I've decided that gym class, which was co-ed, would be the perfect place for me to serenade her. My limited mental capacity also convinced me that it would be a good idea to do this in front of everyone to show that I was serious about being the man of her dreams. Here's where the FU comes in. First of all, I sounded like a cat that just got its tail caught under a rocking chair. Second of all, 40 kids in the room stopped to listen to my caterwauling and Ashley on the other hand was just hanging out with her friends and began to laugh uproariously at my attempts to be a teenage pop sensation. Now you would think that laughter would get me to stop midstream and wheel away in shame as I have been in a wheelchair all my life and so dealing with the disability awkwardness on top of teenage awkwardness was fantastically well awkward. I thought it would be a brilliant idea to pop a wheelie at the end of my serenade. I neglected to remember that we had gone to the park over the weekend and I had taken my anti-tip bars off the chair. This means that when I popped a wheelie, I flipped the entire chair over, managing to knock myself unconscious on the gym floor, giving myself a concussion in the process. The next thing I recall was staring up my gym teacher's shorts while the school nurse was bringing you back with smelling salts and everyone was standing around looking at me. This was unfortunate for three reasons. Firstly, my gym teacher wasn't wearing any undergarments. Secondly, I had a concussion and my head hurt. Thirdly, this became the talk of my middle school and high school career for the next several years. Okay, this one is the fourth of five TAFU stories in this episode, and we have got one from Sumi HS, and the story's titled, TAFU by Letting My Dog Eat a Bag of Edibles. So long story short, I did this huge butter extraction that I was sure I'd never have the time to use even half of it before the expiration date. So I was willing to make edibles for friends if they needed some. So this one time my friend asked me for some peanut butter cookies for their bachelorette party. And I said, sure, like no problem lady, they're already in the oven. After that, I used like four times layer of plastic film, some layers of aluminum foil, all for mitigating the aroma and then shoved them into my bag. Important to point out, is that I have a Basset hound who famously known for their insane nose and a, I own the house so I can do whatever attitude. Turned out she immediately knew where the cookies were. As I was about to leave the house, I went to a toilet for about 10 minutes only to find out that my dog ripped the bag apart, chewed through all the layers and ate like 30% of the cookies that were in there. The good thing is that I knew that cannabis is potentially lethal for canines So we immediately rushed her to the vet. I might burn in hell for this, but I'm absolutely sure that the whole voyage, she was tripping. She was so relaxed and vibing in the car. Never have I ever seen her so easygoing and not contemplating every word I say. I felt like she was having a good time. Only to find out an insane cue at the entrance, and I had to lie my way through, saying that she ate a bar of chocolate. As we got to the vet, I had to whisper into his ear that it was not chocolate. The vet actually laughed when it all made sense considering the red-eye Rasta that was in front of him. He put her on an IV, gave her some meds, at about two hours he told me that she's gonna be fine and I need to cuddle her a little bit more this evening. As funny as this might sound, from the side I was very concerned and would do everything I can to prevent it from happening again. All right, here we go. This is the fifth and final r slash TIFU story posted by user throwaway327454. The story title, TIFU by getting caught relieving myself by the Google Street View car. This happened last year, but I think enough time has passed that I can talk about it. Last year, I, 21-year-old female, 20 at the time, was driving a long way to visit my parents as I hadn't visited them for nearly a year. I was pretty sick at the time with some kind of stomach bug, but I still decided to go. It's a pretty long trip, so I had planned to take a stop during the trip for food and a restroom. So there I was driving down a country road when I started to get the urge. But I ignored it for now, and I decided to stop when I found a convenient restroom. After driving for even longer, the urge was getting worse, and worse, and worse, until it was extremely bad. I pulled over to check my phone to see how far away the next rest stop was. I don't remember how far it was, but I know it was further than I thought I could make it. So instead of risking it to try to make it there, I decided just to drop my pants and crap on the side of the road like the civilized person I am. So I got out. Dropped my pants and popped a squat and started doing my business. Without going into detail, I was there for quite a while. Long enough that a car with a Google branding drove past while I was there. That was maybe the worst moment of my life. Eventually, I finished up, got back in my car, and headed back to my parents. When I got there, I told them about it, to which my mom shared my embarrassment. While my dad just laughed at me. I kept checking Google Maps for a while to see if the images had gone up, but thankfully they hadn't. Until a few months until they were there. Images of me on the side of the road. At least they blurred my face and my butt though. I purposely left out all the information of where I was and where I was going because surprisingly, I don't want people to find where it is. But I guarantee someone will figure it out. So if that's your goal after reading this post, then good luck. So Thanks for being with us. The RR Show is a production of Evergreen Podcasts and Westlore Media. Now, if you'd be so kind, please follow or subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're feeling extra nice, you might as well leave a five-star review. But for more, visit the website, rrshow.com. That is rrshow.com. I'm your host, Vince. Thank you to my producer, Kevin. And we'll see you next time here on the RR Show. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. forhibited prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed Terror takes center stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs,